You know, Route 66 is one of the most covered songs ever. Save this song if we have room for drive, uh, drive home music. We'll fit this in. I don't have time now. Scott Maxwell writes the Taking Names column for the Orlando Sentinel every Wednesday at this time. Mr. Maxwell joins us. As a matter of fact, Scott Maxwell will be hosting the program tomorrow. Yippee. Please welcome Scott Maxwell back to the program. Hello, Mr. Maxwell. Ready for the big show tomorrow? I think so. I don't want to speak too loud. I don't want to do anything to make your heart jump. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Yeah, you don't want to add any more plaque to what might be there already. So what are you getting, a scraping? I don't know what's going on now. They just have to yes, run even some ask tests. What doing. You know, I have no idea. Just show up and say, you know. Here I am. Whatever, whatever you need, here I am. You know, uh, but they, they told you you needed to be there. No, they didn't tell me I needed to be there. They said, why don't we just go ahead and do this okay. and All see right. what's going on. Just a look-see. Right? Yeah, part- just a look-see, just because, you know, it's not going to hurt. Part of the reason I ask is, and, and boy, I'm changing topics, and I'm going to go uh, dark and dirty quick. Uh, you you uh, often remind people you got to get this, you know, especially Col- men, you got to get the... Colonoscopy. You know, check, checked out. Right? Oh, yeah, the digital so, exam. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. So, so it's, right. And so uh, the last time I was there, uh, I was thinking, you know, it's been a couple of visits. He hadn't done anything. And I said, uh, I felt weird volunteering it. Uh, but I said, hey, uh, Doc, is it about time to do that? And he sort of looked at me for a minute and he went, I think we're good. <laughs> I don't think doctors really get a lot of no, pleasure. Don't like I don't it. think that's high in no. their list of things they really that's want right. to no. do. Nor, nor would I if I was a doctor. In of fact, course. I, I might bring in an assistant just, <laughs> yeah. just for that purpose. But exactly. uh, I just you're, you're 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 putting out all these good health messages, and I my, my doctor just said not. Nah, <laughs> yeah. I think you're week. fine. Yeah, you're probably fine. Yeah, I got a new yeah. doctor a couple of months ago, and I thought, okay, maybe I'll skate by on this, and it's one of the first things. Oh, let's just get this <laughs> over with quickly as possible. I had one buddy who told me he got his first one when he was 24. Oh. Said, you you need a new doctor. <laughs> yeah. you, that's that's not what should be happening at age 24. No, 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 no. That's a yeah. doctor that might have been a little bit too happy about things. Yeah, eager, yeah. Let's no. uh, move on because i got a lot of, a lot yes, of ground to cover. Number one, um, well, I'm going to get to your column, but we talked last week and we were talking about uh, – Amazon and the Orlando Police Department of the city of Orlando with this facial recognition mm-hmm. system. Oh, and you and I agreed on a lot, disagreed on a few things here and there. But I came to f- find out that essentially uh, you were you were led astray. Mm-hmm. I got hosed. You, yeah, got, you, got, uh, hosed. you got hosed by, by the chief of police. Yeah, I sure did. And uh, it was right after we talked uh, to you, I think. Right. Uh, because uh, so... Uh, we can we can have a discussion about whether there should be cameras, but I just wanted to know what was going on, which was, as you may remember, the way we started this whole thing. Because I found myself watching the, a video of an Amazon exec talking in, in South Korea, and I'm going, what, what the hell do I have to watch a video from South Korea to figure out what's going on in my own backyard? And uh, the chief sat down. I mean, we, we sat down for a half hour, and uh, myself and another reporter, and he said, this is all internal. Right. This is all uh, – there are, I think he said, five cameras within Orlando Police Department, and uh, they only watch – 
watch the seven officers who we have already had scanned here, and it's really just a testing thing. It's to see whether the cameras, the technology, can sort of follow them mm -hmm. from the third floor to the second floor down to the gym, what, whatever it is. And that's what I told you, and that's what I wrote in the paper because it came straight from the chief's mouth. And then the very next day uh, when uh, more media started asking questions, they just changed it. And they said, oh, yeah, um, you know what? Actually, uh, we have cameras outside with this facial technology. Was he ill-informed or was he, do you think, on purpose leading you astray? I think he was Ill, I think he was ill informed. Jim, I do not know that because as I sit here talking to you one week later, I have not yet heard from the chief, not once heard, "Hey, you know what? Sorry for the bum information I gave you." Uh, boy, have I got egg on my face and I know I know you do too. But it's not it's not about me. I don't I don't really give a crap about that. I I I would have thought a little bit more of him if he'd owned up to it. In fact, when he had his press conference, one, one TV guy said, are you even telling the truth? And, and the obvious question was, you're saying something different today than you did last day. And he didn't acknowledge it then. So I don't, I don't actually think if I had to guess uh, that it, it was a lie. I, I gather that he doesn't know. But what I think about that is uh, similar to what I think you think about that. That should be just as disturbing. Of course. That should be, because the impression I get here, and I don't know, once again, I still don't know. We filed public records request to get some more information on this stuff. Well, the impression I get is that, once again, Orlando's playing the role of local yokels, that the big fancy city comes in and says, hey, we'd like to set up shop and use our new tech technology on your cameras, and we go, well, golly, do whatever you please. <laughs> and uh, we, and so one of the questions we ask is, where's the video going? Right. Who's seeing it? You say it's only got seven people. What guarantees do you have that they're not doing something with it that you, uh, you haven't told them they can do with it? Is there the slightest bit of checks and balance so that you can see what Amazon is doing with this. And once again, let me come back to the part and say, I might not even care. I, you may remember, I'm okay with cameras uh, in, in a way that I think a lot of some people aren't. I mean, if it's in public, if, if, if there was a, a press conference to say, you know what, we've got facial recognition on, on 100 cameras downtown, I might even be able to defend that. But I tell you what, I get a lot less comfortable with this whole technology when it comes clear to me that the leaders don't know what the hell's going on with it and that they're basically contracting this out or just giving it away since there's no money to a, to a company. Yeah, I think they essentially might have thought nobody's going to get excited about this and uh and number two uh, maybe we can keep it quiet anyway i don't think the mayor had any idea what was going on here maybe in passing he had heard about it and this is very disturbing at least according to your account that the chief of police you know maybe if he stopped running for sheriff so much you know he could pay a little bit more attention to what's happening at opd he's got this problem with the shooting over at uh, near bumby and colonial you know, with the shoplifter, the shoplifter story, he's still got some reckoning to do with that one. He's got these uh, facial security systems. You know, we can argue back and forth about whether we like it, we don't like it. But the fact of the matter, they were testing it and not it, not letting anybody know about it. I think that's uh, I think that's a problem. I do too, and I, and I I don't I I'm not clear. That, that anybody cares either uh, with the city. In, in a lot of places, right. uh, once a story like that uh, happened, uh, the mayor or three council members would bust onto the scene and say, I want answers. I want to know what's going on. Right. I haven't seen any of that. It's usually go along, get along. So, we'll, But we're, we're not done asking the questions, and, and we'll get them, and I'll, I'll stick with the way I said it to begin with. I like it written, and I like it documented, because now I don't I know that I can't just take a word for it. Well, maybe, uh, you know, in the same vein to a certain degree is this, I don't 
don't know how much attention you've been paying to this ambassadors program that they inked a deal yesterday to the tune of $750,000 a year for mm-hmm. two years. I don't know where that money's coming from. I never have been able to ascertain that, whether it's a special taxing district or just comes out of the city treasury. I'm not crazy about this idea. I just don't understand what the... This is not Washington, D.C., where, you know, somebody, a tourist is saying, hey, uh, can you tell me how to get from the Jefferson Memorial to the Smithsonian? This is downtown Orlando, and you got these roving ambassadors doing what? What are they doing? You don't think they're they're wandering around asking how to get from the Swan Boats to the SunTrust? Exactly. Well, I, I think mean, they are, yes. You can be at, you know, central or downtown Orlando, which is uh, Orange Avenue and Central, and you're within, what, 10 minutes of walking anywhere, that whether it's the museum or City Hall or OPD or the soccer stadium. I mean, it's not – I don't get well, it. I, don't, I, I just don't understand it. I, I am not inherently uh, – it doesn't, it doesn't uh, set up a big red flag uh, for me, particularly because, as you mentioned just a second ago, uh, the company that they're do, uh, doing this with exists in other places, and I'd be more concerned if we were trying to pilot something ourselves. Uh, but I do have questions, and in fact, one of them uh, – the first things I did was it – uh, was go back and look up the city's panhandling ordinance because right. if you may have seen it sort of said we'll help you with this we'll uh, get you where you need to go we'll put on a smiling face and oh we almost also might encourage these ambassadors to crack down on panhandling violations that one makes me go huh so I so said what uh, because as right. you know this city has a uh, a pretty rotten history of painting little blue boxes on the sidewalk and arresting uh, peaceniks who are trying to ladle out soup and e- eola to homeless folks and things that don't really do anything, provably don't do anything, uh, to address these issues. And if you are starting to talk about encouraging civilians to get more involved in the act of criminal arrest, Correct. Uh, that part gives me some concern, but I, I need to learn more. Yeah, I just, uh, I mean, I, I'm still trying to figure out where the $750,000 comes from. And I think it's a legitimate question for anybody to ask. Could that $750,000 be put to better use than somebody with a vest and a bicycle uh, saying, uh, calling a tow company because somebody has a dead battery? That was one of the, that's one of the things they said from uh, from the get-go. Well, well these people I think were... we're in we're in fat city right now. I think uh, these are good financial times. In fact, uh, and and you know what, uh, to, to have ambassadors is not a bad thing. But I will also tell you this that we had this before and as soon as there was a downturn, right. the program was cut. So I would sort of a guess that that might happen again uh if they're here. But but I need to I need to learn more. Yeah, my uh, simple observation would if you want to spend $750,000, put another street sweeper on Orange Avenue twice a day along with uh, somebody who can pressure wash the sidewalks you know, every morning after people are throwing up on it every night. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Can the, can the street sweeper <laughs> go after, like, rush hour? Sometimes <laughs> it takes me, like, 30 minutes to get from the office to City Hall. It takes so long. I always thought that would be a great job, you know. Nobody's bothering you. You're just making the street clean, and it's just kind of... Dun, 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 no, if the you street want to do that, I say get on a Zamboni. Well, yeah, maybe. Let me ask you one more thing before we let you go. I know you're going to host the program tomorrow. I'll have the day off. But today's column essentially is uh, let's do away with the position, the elected position of agriculture commissioner in the state of Florida. This all has to do with Adam Putnam. It's tied into Publix. It's tied into the NRA and all this stuff that's going on. Briefly, uh, what's your take on this? 
Yeah, and and what I was trying to say is let's let's look let's look a little bit beyond the boycott and the guns. I got I take no issue with people who wanted to stage protests for anything. Uh, but one of the things that I wanted to make clear to folks was Putnam's affinity uh, for Ad, uh, excuse me Publix's affinity for Adam Putnam had nothing to do with guns. I don't think Publix gives a, a wit about uh, the gun issues. What Publix cares about is having a politician that was largely doing its bidding, and that's exactly what Put- Putnam has ha, was had done for a long time. They're both from Polk County, and uh, the the most egregious example was about two years ago when a uh, TV station in Tampa Bay did one of those, you know, uh, dirty or not uh, surveys of local businesses and found seven uh, public stores in Tampa Bay that were had failing uh, health inspection, things mm-hmm. like roaches and rats. And, and the headline was, you know, dirty dining, seven public stores. That was the, the headline that ran. Well, the next day, Adam Putnam's agriculture uh, department, this is the one that the public had been funding his campaign for about a decade. The next day, Adam Putnam's agriculture department pulled down all the reports off the website so that people couldn't see them the, the, anymore. And that day uh, took the, uh, did away with the state's pass-fail uh, system for these kind of uh, uh, sanitary uh, ratings so that nobody can fail anymore if you don't have a failing. Uh, I think the new rating was called needs improvement, which sounds a lot nicer. My son would like to tell me he just needed improvement on a lot of his chemistry tests uh, this year. <laughs> I love that. But that's, but that's, uh, that's, what, the, that's what this was about. And uh, uh, and this is why I've long argued that th- this position, this is an antiquated sop to the industry. That, that, that's all it is. Uh, the, an agriculture commissioner is just one that is funded by the very industries it's supposed to watch. And uh, if you don't remember, one of, the, one of the examples I had in there is one of the most bizarre, uh, disturbing political stories I've ever covered in Florida. And that's that there was a fertilizer company named Mosaic yeah. uh, that, that's gotten in tons of trouble. Two yeah. billion dollars. Jim, that's with a B. Two billion dollars in the settlement with the EPA for hazardous waste, and a number of years back, a representative from Mosaic waltzed into a county fair and gave $10,000 to like an eight-year-old little girl for a chocolate cake, and you go, what the hell is happening here? The little girl was Adam Putnam's daughter. That's, that's, that's why this stuff happens. Yeah, it's a, it's uh, yeah. pay for play, and essentially what you're, what you're stating, and I think it's obvious, the Agriculture Commissioner in the state of Florida serves agriculture interests. He's sure. not serving the, 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 the better interests of the citizens. The only thing I ever see with the Agriculture Commissioner is when you fill in your gas tank and they got that little sticker, yeah, you know, approved right. by Adam Putnam, you know, the agriculture they, in, yeah, they inspect yeah. Well, the, well, the pump. Well, thank you very much for that. And you know what? Any bureaucrat <laughs> in Florida can do that. Uh, we, we don't need another elected person. If you want to have another like to depose? How about an education commissioner? We used to have uh, that, someone to look out for uh, public education here. But but this, uh, the equivalent I make when somebody says, well, well I like to have this uh, position, I say, if it's because it's such a big part of the economy, then why don't we have a tourism commissioner? And if you think about how goofy that would be, you know exactly what would happen. <laughs> yeah. You know, we don't have a, de- you know, a superintendent of theme parks. Uh, it would be funded by Disney and Universal, and it would be beholden to Disney and Universal. That's what we have with this post. And Adam Putnam, who's running for uh, governor of Florida, what was the line... What What's the line that he was using that may come back to haunt him, at least according to your column, when it comes to the National Rifle Association? He said, I am a proud NRA sellout. And that is the line that I think that a lot of people said that every public's, you know, everybody's protesting public because they support a gun uh, rights candidate. Well, horse hockey. I mean, every Republican in the state's a, a gun rights candidate. We've never had protests like this before. What Putnam did was, while he was pandering for votes uh, in the primary, declare himself a, quote, Proud NRA sellout, and uh, what you're doing there is uh, selling out isn't a virtue that anybody respects. Right. 
conservatives or, or liberals. It's saying I'm going to check my brain at the door, and I think that if there's ever a bridge too far, I think that was it. And uh, I, I think even a lot of gun owners would say, you know what, I, I like the Second Amendment, but I don't like sellouts, and I think that's going to be a stink uh, that's on him for a while. There you go. What do you got planned for tomorrow? Can you give anything away? Yes, there is uh, an effort. Uh, Stephanie Murphy, we haven't heard much out of her. She's the one who replaced John Mark Micah. She has filed a bill to ban the practice of members of Congress ever becoming lobbyists. It's actually something that Donald Trump had talked about, and we've had Republicans and Democrats that talk about it all the time. never seems to happen. I still don't think it's going to happen, but I'm a big fan of the idea. All right, good luck with the show tomorrow. Thanks for filling in. I appreciate hey, it. It would be my pleasure. I look forward to seeing those guys, and you, you take care of yourself. All right. I'll do my best. Thank you very All much, right, Scott. Sir. Scott Maxwell writes the Taking Names column for the Orlando Sentinel, and we talk to him every Wednesday on Real Radio 104.1. We like girls from the East Coast because they're trouble. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And we like girls from the West Coast because they don't know any better. I'm telling you, this is totally normal. Honest. Real Radio 104.1.